This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Robert Adderholt has introduced a bill that provides two things, a 30% cut in spending, as well as a limitation on federal funds going to controversial programs. Adderholt's proposal is part of the spending bill that's coming out of the House Subcommittee on Labor, Health, and Human Services and Education. This spending bill is one of the largest budgets outside of defense and military spending. Adderholt spoke about it from the House floor. We cannot continue to make our constituents pay for reckless D.C. Beltway spending. We must stop the out-of-control spending spree that we've seen over the past two years. This bill prohibits funding for programs focused solely on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and it eliminates funding for Planned Parenthood and other controversial grantees. It It also protects religious freedom and values by stopping the administration's regulations that would require schools to allow biological boys to compete against girls in women's sports programs and prohibiting any federal funding from going toward enforcing gender identity politics or social, hormonal, or surgical interventions to look like the opposite sex. The bill prohibits funding for controversial ideologies like critical race theory, These radical views do not belong in the public schools. Schools should be teaching our children how to think, not what to think. Alabama Congressman Dale Strong is weighing in on a recent decision by the Federal Communications Commission to move a designated media market area. The FCC did so to Jackson County, moving it from the Huntsville DMA to the Chattanooga, Tennessee DMA. Strong says that many of his constituents in Jackson County are opposed to the decision because Jackson County is considered prone for tornadoes and they get the best weather updates from Huntsville on tornadic activity. Strong is now appealing to the FCC to reconsider the move, saying it's a top public safety threat for his constituents. Jackson County EMA Director Paul Smith spoke with 1819 News saying that he agrees with Strong in opposing the FCC decision. Just before the weekend, the Alabama Supreme Court agreed to take a case out of Dothan. Harvest Church there has filed a lawsuit against the United Methodist denomination, as well as the Alabama Conference of the UMC. Leaders at Harvest are seeking a restraining order to be placed on the UMC in order to stop any attempts in shutting down the facility and removing its members. This all comes after Harvest started the process of disaffiliation from the denomination. Leaders from the UMC are arguing that a Houston County Circuit judge lacks jurisdiction over the matter. However, now the state Supreme Court has stepped into the situation. Oral arguments will be heard in this case on February 7th in Montgomery. Huntsville police have arrested four people in connection to the kidnapping and death of a 15-year-old boy. The body of Jamarius Logan was located in Sylacauga this past weekend. Logan was reported missing by his family this past September. U.S. Marshals arrested 33-year-old Latori Gaddis, 37-year-old Latoya Wells, 33-year-old Corey Wilson, and 34-year-old Desiree Cunningham in this case. A Tuscaloosa Steel Company announces plans to expand. New Core Steel will invest $280 million in order to construct a new facility that they say will allow them to produce thinner and stronger steel plating. New Core also plans to introduce a new type of product that is only offered internationally at this point. It's called diamond-plated flooring. Newcore currently has about 400 employees. 
Well, you won't want to miss out on the 1890 News podcast with CEO Brian Dawson talking with the chairman of the Alabama Republican Party, John Wall. They discussed the corrupting influence of cultural Marxism in every aspect of U.S. institutions. Uh, and it's been like a disease, like a cancer moving through our nation. And all these institutions that were once great are infected with Marxism. And, and, it's, and it's causing, uh, it's, it's wreaking havoc. No, absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm afraid America has almost become a bureaucracy. Yeah. Everything is run by bureaucrats. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you can switch parties and it doesn't really make a difference in D.C., right? Like yeah. the, the fundamental direction of the country stays the same because so much is run by, by these institutions that have grown up around the, the industrial complexes. Yeah. Um, whether that's education, military, it's whatever area you, you want to put it in. Um, and it stays the same no matter what administration is in charge. Yeah. And, and I think that is not the vision of our founding fathers. Yeah. We, we should we should have people should be driving. Um, the people and the people's representatives should be driving the train, not unelected bureaucrats. You can listen to the rest of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. In national news, House Speaker Mike Johnson fulfilled a promise that he made to House Republicans as he became Speaker, something that Kevin McCarthy also made as Speaker of the House, but never fulfilled. That promise was the release of the camera footage inside the Capitol building on January 6, 2021. This latest release of 15 Hours corroborates what was already alluded to by Tucker Carlson when he was on Fox News and was able to get hold of some of that camera footage. The footage shows the vast majority of people quietly milling about the hallways of the Capitol building, taking selfies and even talking to police who were standing there in the hallways while everyone walked by. This recurring type of behavior is in stark contrast to the claims that were made by many Democrats and liberal-leaning Republicans that this was all an insurrection and a planned attack that is the domestic version of the 911 terror attack in New York City. One particular video even has Utah Senator Mike Lee commenting on it. The video shows two Capitol Police officers walking a handcuffed man to a side hallway that is unpopulated by people. The man is then released from his handcuffs and can be seen fist bumping one of the officers before he leaves the area. This footage adds to the mounting evidence that even House congressional members have brought to light that the FBI or other similar informants were planted within the crowds to stir up aggressive actions and incite the people. Senator Mike Lee posted that video on social media and then said that he enters that particular hallway all the time and has never seen anything like that before when it comes to a Capitol Police officer fist bumping someone that he appears to have just arrested. House Speaker Johnson says there is a total of 40,000 hours yet to be released and it'll come in increments. It's all available on the House Administration Committee website. A liberal judge in a liberal state gives a surprise ruling in favor of Donald Trump. Judge Sarah Wallace says that Trump can have his name placed on the presidential primary ballot in that state. Despite the efforts of a group of voters and the organization called Citizens for Responsibility, who launched the lawsuit to try and keep Trump's name off of the ballot. One of Trump's attorneys, Scott Gessler, spoke on Newsmax after the ruling, saying it really was a surprise. Uh, so from the very start, they argued that uh, President Trump uh, you know, engaged in an insurrection. What they really did, their whole strategy was to rely on the January 6th report. Uh, so a lot of our strategy was to remove, to make sure that the January 6th report was not admitted into evidence uh, because it was so biased and so political. Unfortunately, the judge, uh, the judge allowed that report in, which uh, we argued and I still think is just absolute poison. I mean, to allow a court to rely on a politicized document like that is completely inappropriate. Not uh, only, and then of course we argue the the legal law, the legal part, which was. This doesn't apply to President Trump. And finally, and most importantly, 
uh, the people of the state of Colorado, uh, Americans, we're the ones who get to choose who our president is. Uh, it shouldn't be a court deciding who can and can't be on the ballot. It's very anti-democratic otherwise. So, um, so she ultimately followed that last argument. Meanwhile, Trump was down in Edinburgh, Texas on Sunday, helping serve a Thanksgiving meal to law enforcement officers and the Texas National Guardsmen who have been working to protect the state's border as part of Operation Lone Star. Texas Governor Greg Abbott also took part in that event and endorsed Trump in the Republican presidential primary race. The U.S. Supreme Court declines to allow the enforcement of a law in Florida while that law continues to be appealed. The state law puts a ban on drag shows allowing children to view or participate. Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett cited procedural grounds as the reason for why they sided with the liberal justices of that court. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed the bill into law this year in which it empowers the state to revoke the license of an establishment or restaurant that admits a minor to a live performance that depicts any type of nudity, sexual conduct, or other sexual activities. A lawsuit was then launched and an injunction was placed on the implementation of the state law by one of the courts. The state of Florida is appealing to the 11th Circuit Court, but in the meantime, they also asked the U.S. Supreme Court to issue a partial stay of that injunction so that the law could still be enforced on businesses that are not part of the lawsuit. However, the high court denied that request, saying they would let the 11th Circuit Court deal with the broader First Amendment issues that arise within this case. There was a story covered here about two months ago of a secret Chinese biolab that was discovered in Reedley, California, and it was in a horrendous state of disarray and dysfunction. Vials were found that contained specimens of HIV and Ebola, as well as thousands of mice carrying the COVID-19 virus. Now there are more details emerging from the story, like the fact that $1.3 million was sent to the lab from banks in China. The House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party have released a report that showed that this private lab was able to set up and operate in that state with a simple business license. The 42-page report also criticizes the Center for Disease Control and other federal agencies for not regulating or investigating that lab and its possession of hazardous materials. Even more disturbing in that report is the fact that local officials were constantly asking for help from the CDC regarding lab operations, but were ignored or even hung up on. According to the Epic Times, the lab first came to light to the local officials when a green garden hose was spotted coming out of the side of a warehouse. This was spotted by a code enforcement officer who believed that building to be vacant. So far, one arrest has been made in this case, and that is of Ji Bei Zhu, who was arrested this past October by the Food and Drug Administration agents. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 